0: But first, the search is underway for Chicago's next police superintendent. And this time around, the city's trying to put public input at the center.
1: The superintendent got to make sure when they're in our
2: community, they're concerned to protect us for real. We need somebody that can help, the, especially the communities like us. that We we have a lot of shootings. When I think about superintendent, I think about somebody who knows the streets.
0: Those are some of the residents who spoke at the public forum Tuesday night on the city's west side. It's one of four scheduled meetings the new Community Commission for Public Safety and Accountability will hold this year. Now, feedback from these forums will help the commission choose three final candidates to submit to Mayor-elect Brandon Johnson by July 14th. We're joined now by Ramel Terry, who's one of the members of the commission. Welcome, Ramel.
2: Thank you so much for having me, Sasha. How are you?
0: Doing well. Thanks for joining us. Uh, first, can you remind us, how did your commission get put together, and, and what does your role look like?
2: So the commission got put together um, on last year. It came into effect September 1st. Uh, prior to that, we all had to go through an application process around the several interviews with city council members as well as the mayor's team, before we were presented as a slate of 14, and then the mayor had the opportunity to appoint seven of us as interim commissioners. And so part of our responsibility is to be the oversight entity for all of the policing agencies in Chicago, which is inclusive of the Chicago Police Department, the Civilian Office of Police Accountability, also known as COPA, as well as the Police Board.
0: So your first forum took place. How was the turnout on Tuesday?
2: Oh, we had an excellent turnout. We had a couple of hundred people present, which was great. And as you already have shared, a lot had to be said about what we are looking for in the next superintendent, which is the first time this has ever happened for community residents. So we're very happy to be at the forefront of history on this.
0: So I want to hear from another member now of the commission for more details on the CPD superintendent search. Anthony Driver is here. He's president of the Community Commission for Public Safety and Accountability. Welcome back, Anthony.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Good to see you. So, what stood out to you from Tuesday's forum?
1: Yeah, just the, the nuance that uh, folks brought to the table. I think many times, uh, you know, in, in the in the media and and uh, in the public sphere, there's there's like a a boiling down of what it means to, to have true safety in the city of Chicago, and residents came uh, with everything from lighting concerns um, to concerns about a superintendent who was present, uh, to concerns about the consent decree. So, a very broad discussion was had about uh, what they would like to see in the next superintendent. And um, I think that was a, a testament to to that community for them to come out in numbers like that. Yeah,
0: and we heard some of that feedback that you got from residents at the top there of, of the segment. Let's hear a bit more of what residents had to say about what they want to see in the next police chief.
2: To show up in community uh, outside of when there is violence or crime being, you know, happening, but when there are birthdays, graduations, honesty and integrity, one, uh, transparency, communication, being able to communicate, being a person who's going to have an open door policy with with the, uh,
1: the community.
0: So we're hearing community members there talking about building relationships with uh, between police and the residents that they're serving. What does that look like to both of you? I'll start with you, Ramel.
2: Well, that looks like being someone that's on the ground, right? We heard a lot about this on Tuesday, that they want someone who knows the streets, that can be, you know, know the highways and byways, the back alleyways. So this means somebody who has those relationships inside of the department, as well as inside of the community on all sides of the city so that everyone feels included in whatever public safety initiative is being put forth.
0: What do better police community relations look like to you, Anthony?
1: Yeah, I think it's somebody who puts the community first. It's somebody who is a uniquely qualified individual who is able to get buy-in from the rank and file, buy-in from the community, buy-in from our commission, the administration. Uh, we're, We're looking for a collaborator, somebody who can bring folks together um somebody who who uh, as commissioner Terry said who knows the city who has the pulse of the city um but but most importantly i think at the top of my mind is somebody who puts the community first i don't think we've had a person who uh has done that in a long time and mm. i think that's one of the things that's missing in our city
0: are there specific examples of this working successfully, maybe under past superintendents?
1: You know, not not that I know of, to be honest with you. So when I say we're looking for a uniquely qualified person, we're looking for somebody who, who can kind of set the trend and who can start that. Um, I think there's been some superintendents who've done it better than others, but um, a person who's done that in a very excellent way, I don't think we've had that in the city.
0: Mm. In the mayoral runoff, Ramel, we heard candidates talk about uh, opposing policies of, of being tough on crime, versus addressing the root cause of crime? Is this kind of rhetoric coming up at the forums?
2: Uh, Not as much. There has just really been a focus on unifying Chicago. Most people have just been desiring to be one Chicago and making sure that they feel just as safe in their community as anyone would feel safe in their community if they're on the north side of Chicago. So really the focus has been how can we get someone who can bring us together, as Commissioner Driver mentioned, versus uh, tear us apart.
0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We're talking about the latest on the search for the next CPD superintendent. The Community Commission for Public Safety and Accountability held its first town hall this week to gather input from residents and with us to discuss how those meetings are shaping up our commission members, Anthony Driver and Ramel Terry. So uh, there's a particular name that stood out in Tuesday's forum as a potential candidate. That's recently retired CPD chief Ernest Cato. So for people who may be hearing his name for the first time, Anthony, bring us up to speed. Who is he?
1: Uh, Actually, uh, Commissioner Terry might be more qualified to do that. She is the West Side Commissioner, but he is a former 15th District uh, Commander who was promoted to Deputy Chief and uh, recently retired. She may have more information because I think she may actually even live in this district.
0: Okay, go ahead. Ramel? Uh,
2: Yeah, I would say that um, former Deputy Ernest Cato is all of the things that many people have said that he was um, at the forum. He is very boots on the ground. He is very out of the box with his thinking and coming up with different ways to engage community while also ensuring accountability is being had not only with his officers, but any of those in the community that are participating in unbecoming behavior. So he has a pretty good pulse on listening and being able to work collaboratively with everyone at any level, especially because he started, you know, from the beginning and rise through the ranks.
0: Mm-hmm. 16 people actually spoke up in support of of the retired uh, chief. Uh, any surprises there?
1: I would. Uh, I, I don't think so. I think we're on his home turf. Um, I think we had a meeting on the west side. I think he is a very popular uh, individual, former commander and deputy uh, on the west side. And mm-hmm. he has a lot of very enthusiastic supporters. So one of the things that I'm interested in is this does this change across the city um when we have our south side meeting on April nineteenth what mm. does that look like right um but I, I think it definitely what names speaks... are going to be put forward Correct. in I, those meetings yeah I think it definitely speaks to his character that so many people passionately spoke about him
0: with this search being public how do you balance letting people voice their opinions while not trying to show favoritism towards any candidate
1: yeah I think we just have to try do our best to be objective um I think you know this first form was a very uh a very good example of that. At one point, I asked the audience who, who was there to support support um, Chief Cato, and literally half the room raised their hand, right? Um, so the, I think that that's impressive, but I also think that, you know, we have to do our best to be objective and, and look at all of the qualifications of people, but as I said before, the community's voice will be at the forefront of this, and that's mm-hmm. a part of it.
0: Anything to add there, Ramel, about keeping that balance?
2: Yeah, I would just agree. We're going to be objective, and we're going to make sure we're interviewing everyone with the same level of expectation so everyone will have to put their best foot forward and we will see what comes from that
0: and Romel, were there any other standout candidates that folks brought up
2: i believe someone brought up uh, chief barbara west and i believe i may have heard someone with the last name polk but i'm not 100 for sure uh 100 percent sure on that last one
1: do you recall anthony uh, I think those that that was pretty much it. Um, yeah. and I, I believe uh, Chief West may also be a, a Westsider, so I think. But uh,
0: overwhelming support, of course, as we said for for Correct. Katie. Correct. Now, uh, according to a 2022 CBS Chicago report, CPD has lost more than 3,000 officers since 2019, uh, and only hired about half of those departures. So, with the push from the public to select the superintendent from the rank and file. Talk about the challenges that you see with these dwindling numbers.
1: Yeah, I mean, we we are in a crunch in the city of Chicago. Um, we, we are facing a number of challenges. We are under a consent decree, which we have not come into full compliance. Um, there is a, you know, has been a dwindling of officers. Uh, violent crime has gone up. It's, it, it ebbs and flows, and, and we're going into the summer months with an interim superintendent. Uh, so you know we have a lot of challenges, but I also think we have a great opportunity here. This commission that I, I currently am president of is a first of its kind in the nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, this search process we're engaging in is a first of its kind in, in the nation. And uh, I believe this next superintendent will be a very uniquely qualified person um, who, who will be able to lead us into the future. So we have a lot of challenges, but with these great challenges, are great opportunities for our city as well.
0: Is this type of search process, is it a long time coming, you think?
1: oh yeah, we've tried everything but this. We have had uh, you know, mayoral control, we've had different infra- uh, iterations of uh, investigatory bodies. We've tried everything but put power back into the hands of citizens. Um, and that is what the goal of this commission is. We were created to inject the public voice into public safety infrastructure in the city of Chicago. So I think it's been, in fact, it's, it started in 1973.
0: So it's been a 50 year yeah. fight. I mean, you, you've reiterated this time and again, the public voice, centering the public voice. Why is transparency so important to you?
1: Um, I, I would say because we, you know, a lot of times you hear folks say we have to rebuild trust. And uh, particularly communities like mine, I'm not sure if we ever had it. Uh, so we are trying to start something from, from build it from the ground up. Um, so, and that starts with being transparent. That starts with uh, having, have the media having access to folks. That starts with telling people, uh, every step of the process, you know, without jeopardizing privacy, uh, where we are in this search. The public should never be guessing uh, mm-hmm. where our commission is as far as superintendent search or anything else. Um, so being being transparent is probably the, the most important thing as far as building trust with people.
0: Ramel, what are your thoughts on, on the challenges of hiring a superintendent from the rank and file?
2: I don't know that there are necessarily challenges hiring someone. I just believe as Anthony pointed out that there will be someone who's uniquely qualified that will present themselves during this process. And because we have the community at the forefront and we know what they are looking to have in the next leader of the Chicago Police Department, I believe that we are in a better position than we probably ever have been because we're not tied to an administration. We're not tied to any political gain. We are doing this for the Chicagoans, and so with them being at the forefront, we know that we'll have the best candidates possible to, to present to Mayor-Elect Johnson.
0: So now you've had Tuesday's forum. And, and thinking back, based on how it went, are you changing anything for the format of future meetings, Ramel?
2: No, we're not planning to change anything because our goal was for it to be an open conversation. We want to listen and be able to dialogue and engage, which is very different than what we're able to do when it's more so of a public meeting and people share their thoughts and comments and there isn't any follow-up. So we want people to come out, be vulnerable, be transparent, and let us know their thoughts because we are taking it all into consideration.
1: If I can if I can add to that, uh, we probably will make a, a, it's not a small change, but um, and I, I apologize to the um, Spanish speaking folks at the uh, last forum. Uh, we need to do a better job of having translation services. Uh, mm, okay. And so that, that will be something that has changed. Yeah,
0: I'm glad you've recognized that. that. That's great. So you've got four of these. What's happening after the forums are done? Anthony?
1: Yeah, so once the the applications went live last Friday, uh, they have 30 days to return those. Uh, Then we have about a a month and a half, two months to interview folks, to do deep background checks, um, to ask for supplemental information, um, and to do a a full and thorough vetting. Um, But we're also going to be engaging rank and file officers. We're going to be engaging the Nebraska. We we are currently engaging subject matter experts. So we have a very robust team uh, and a group of folks who are coming in to help assist us with this process. Um, We will get uh, Mayor-elect Johnson, three names before July 14th. Okay. After that, he will uh, either pick or or reject. If he decides to pick one of the people, they will go before our commission for a hearing and then to the city council for confirmation.
0: After that July 14th date. Correct. So um, throughout this 120 days or so that your commission has for completing the entire process, how are you keeping the public informed just throughout the further stages.
1: Yeah. So we have been putting out things on our social media. Um, we have been doing a ton of interviews uh, to inform people. I We have a, a email address, which I believe is, is I, don't quote me, I think it's superintendentsearch at citychicago.org. Okay. Um, that if you send an inquiry that we will respond to you. Um, I've done did my best as well as Commissioner Terry to make ourselves available. We're having these public forums. Uh, and once those public forums end, we expect to be releasing weekly updates on where we are as well. <laughs>
0: I remember that you you recently shadowed police officers to sort of see what their their day-to-day was like. What stood out to you?
1: Uh, Everything. Um, It was was completely different than anything that I had ever uh, experienced or thought um, I knew about policing. I mean, uh, you know, about— What was new? uh, About four—I mean, one, there was a lot of paperwork. A lot of your time is spent doing paperwork. But two, the the type of calls. It really challenges you when you're sitting in the back of a police car and, you know, they get a call where somebody is— having suicidal ideations and they have a gun present and EMTs will not go in until the police go in. And in that moment, I had to ask myself, would I go into a room with someone who's threatening to harm themselves, uh, who also has a weapon on them and could possibly harm me? Uh, So being able to see things like that up close and personal, uh, I I was, you know, shadowing an officer who knew his beat so well that he predicted a call before it happened. Um, Really? Yeah. And that was, that was interesting. He was like something along the sorts of usually around this time uh, we get a call from this person, who is, you know, struggling with mental health issues? Was this um,
0: daytime, nighttime? What?
1: I was there from like four to ten. I was with them for about six hours. You're on um, like an evening shift. Correct, correct. Um, so yeah, it just it challenged what I thought I knew about policing. Uh, it it also showed some of the challenges. It confirmed some of the things that I already thought. Um, but it was definitely very, very, very eye-opening.
0: It makes this search all the more important. Yes. For you, correct? I would imagine. Ramel, before we go, remind us, what are the details for the next forum?
2: So the next forum will be on April 19th, and it will be held at St. Sabina Church and doors open at 5.30 p.m.
0: All right, we'll leave it there. That was Community Commission for Public Safety and Accountability, President Anthony Driver and Commissioner Ramel Terry. Thank you both for your time.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you.